Yeah. Sorry about the delay. I, I was at puppy classes. I don't know what Jules was doing, but I I was ready by one fifteen for once. Actually, I was on time. Like, and that's the surprising thing. I love that you say that, but one o'clock was the time, not one fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> so you weren't on time. I, I was reasonably on time. Content catch up. Hello, everyone. Quick front of house from yours truly today. I'm I'm flying solo. For episode two of this bad boy, season number three, because Julian, I'm not sure where Julian is, to be honest. He's probably a few beers too many down because he successfully ran his half marathon. Um, So well done, Julian. If you're listening, I hope you're well and we miss you. Um, Quick intro to this episode, which was actually filmed before episode one, but we had Paddy Quay from the Collingwood Football Club and true true fan of the show from day one um great chat with patty so let's get straight into it enjoy friends and enemies our first guest of season three and it could not get bigger from our end (laughs) patty quay welcome aboard how are you thanks box i'm i'm very good Uh, that was a very unnecessary compliment but um i appreciate it no well i was thinking about it and doing this intro like a lot of I feel like a lot of shows say that um, you've been with us since day one, but for you, that's fact. <laughs> yeah, I, whenever I think there's been some past episodes where you know you've said someone's the oldest, the oldest listener of the show, and, blah, blah, and I'm like, <laughs> you've popped up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll slide into your DM saying like, "Fuck, this is ridiculous." Like, <laughs> you can't keep, you can't keep throwing that compliment out. We've got to, um, we've got to maybe award our super fan, and it's got to be definitely between you and Casey Sims because they're the only <laughs> of the twenty listeners we have a week. I reckon you two are the consistent ones. Well, maybe Darren. Well, Darren as well, and the rest yeah. of my family. But I reckon Patty takes the cake, and if <laughs> if we're not uh, stingy, I reckon we should send some merch your way. But I'm going to rely on you, Jules, because you know how much I give you shit about our t-shirt design. Oh uh, yeah, that's but, fresh, by the way. Actually, we'll reveal this. This is actually episode two, but episode one will go into that. Yeah, we'll new talk t-shirt. About I can't believe we're going backwards to go forwards, but yeah, we're recording the episode two before we record episode one. So if anything sounds out of sync, that's that's probably why. <laughs> Because it is. Um, how's how's Collingwood life going, Paddy? Tell we'll, we'll obviously get into a bit of your story and where you got to, like how you got to where you are now. But in general, how's it going? You're still well, pretty fresh in the industry. I think it's I think it's fair to say. Yeah. So um, it's been well twelve months now. Um, or ten months. But um, uh, I spent most of the year part time. So um, kind of got like a nice little transition, you know, throughout the season. Um found my feet and then and then yeah the last couple of months I've come on full time and um it's been crazy but <laughs> like it's I love it. Like I, I, I yeah I, I can't get enough of it. So yeah it's it's been good. How's how's Carlton World been Fox and Jules? Pretty much the same I reckon. It's it's <laughs> yeah. always it's always hectic but as you said like I love that you still got that that mindset of appreciating what you're doing. So it's it's basically the same for me. Um Obviously, very similar with what's happened recently with draft and everything, but it's good that we're all back in the club and actually getting around both teams. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. Like, we obviously knew with the AFLW season shifting this year that it was going to be a little bit more crazy. Um, but I feel like it's also made it a little bit more fun because there hasn't been a real period through this off season or well, off season, and there hasn't been an off season really. Like, we've just gone from one to the other, so you haven't really had a time to sit around and and think too much. You just 
kind of get on with it, which might be good, might be bad. We'll we'll find out. But yeah, let's dive into the the segment that everyone's been missing the most. We're into the one minute brief. Welcome to the one minute brief. Your time starts now. And Patty, your time starts now. Nickname other than Patty. Um, I get Pequay a little bit. I don't know, Patty. Like I mean, if you, if I say something wrong, you want to call me by my full name, and you know, you sound like my mum. You can call me Patrick, but oh, Patrick. Yeah, um, don't get that too often. But yeah, Patty. I don't know, Jules. I don't really have any kind of I was thought you might get one, like you might get called Starfish or something from um, SpongeBob SquarePants with Patrick Starfish. Uh, maybe back in the day, I reckon there has been at least one person who's tried to make that stick. Mm. But did you did you think of that for a while, Jules? Before coming on to that, was it your prep, your notes? No, it actually wasn't. It just like kind of jerried as oh. as Barks. This is a one minute brief. Stop in interrupting me now what's your job title at collingwood my job title is junior content producer lovely uh favorite bit of content that you've worked on so far yeah so um probably uh i mean there's it's always fun but like the the one that sticks out to me was more recently um we had the wheelchair grand final Mm -hmm. um and it was a it was really emotional day because brendan stroud who um he has been like played a pivotal role in organizing uh, wheelchair football in Victoria and um, has been a premiership captain um, and coach of, of our wheelchair team. But he sadly passed away on the eve of our grand final. Oh, Jesus. Um, he'd been battling cancer for a while. So not only was like grand finals are an emotional day full stop, but to have that on top and, and the team, you know, were courageous enough to play and, um, ended up getting the win as well by five points. So that was awesome. And just like, just covering that was, was not only just like emotional trying to take photos and crying the whole time, (laughs) but um, yeah, just to get to know those guys and like all of their stories are are really, really special and awesome. They've obviously like, you know, there's, there's a range of different disabilities throughout the team, but um, yeah, that, that was probably, probably been my most memorable piece of content. That's um, unreal. So like trying to balance. I mean, you're right. Like the the emotion of a grand final on its own, but then the emotion of something or quite tragic, but almost like it's. I hate not to discount it, but it's like a big, like a movie almost, isn't it? Like yeah, it was. Just, yeah, it was crazy. Like um, just waking up and hearing of his passing, and then figuring out how we were going to cover the game and how we were going to respect, you know, him and um. And then yeah, title together and um, but it was it was awesome and there was like it was a good one club vibe. We had some of the netball girls come down, a couple of the players, president and um and stuff like that all get around the wheelchair boys, which uh, means a lot to them as well. And so it was just like it was good fun while also being really emotional and and um just yeah, memorable, good good big content. Important day for like um remembering why teams are like great places to work as well, I imagine. Um, yeah. Into a, a less um, heavy one, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah. what, what's your best non-work skill? Non-work skill? Um, uh, I quite like my gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, Here we go. Go-to game? Yeah. Well, probably probably FIFA at the moment. I actually just, my new PS5 arrived this week. 
Oh, I've Ooh, been bloody today. trying for all of the lockdown to get one. I think oh I, I might have got one. I've been yeah. so close. And anyway, it's not about me, but congrats. <laughs> yeah, it, is, it is ridiculous how hard it is to get one. But um, managed to snag one. And after about, you know, seven months of trying that Twitter account that just like yeah. always. Yeah. Yep. Um, Notifications on for that. Oh, my goodness. Boy. It's crazy. Um, managed to get one, though, and it arrived on my birthday, which, wow. which was pretty cool. Um, it's a double good. Yeah. So that was good. Um quite like cycling and yeah, I guess watching sport. Uh, <laughs> yeah, good at that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm great I'm, at watching I'm, sport. I'm great at having sitting at work and having too many screens <laughs> playing just like bloody every, every sport under the sun. Multitasker. Like we like it. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I don't, do, I don't do that Jules. Let's not bring me into it. Um, all right, let's jump into. So the first I ever heard of you, Patty, was when you um, interviewed our good, uh, Good co-host over here, Julian. Number um, one rated episode, some would say. <laughs> fact or false? Oh, absolutely false. No, I want to hear it from Patty. I'd have to fact check that. But, <laughs> All right, um, pause. No, <laughs> I, would be cu- I would be curious. Um, Digital Rookie Hub podcast, you interviewed Jules. That's where I first sort of heard your name. Um, talk to us. We'll sort of ask about what that was like on, um, I guess, the, out- the exterior of the industry now that you're in it. Um, but talk to us about the, the the podcast and sort of what made you want to create that and what your goal was it uh, was from it I should say. Yeah, um, I mean I'll try not to go on too long about this, but <laughs> it, it's um it was basically a result of I was supposed to go over to the UK uh, start of 2020 um, out of pure nepotism, uh, but my I had a place, I had a, you know, a gig working for Barnsley football club over there in the, in the marketing team. So I had like my auntie and uncle have an ownership in the club. So it's all very, very <laughs> lucky. Like I did nothing to earn it, but um, obviously thanks to shout out COVID um, <laughs> yeah. that one uh, ended up in the, in the scrap heap. Um, and so I was kind of just sitting at home and didn't really, I knew I kind of, I'd finished uni. I'd wanted, to, I wanted to kind of, figure out a way I could get into the industry, but, and, um, yeah, kind of the podcast landed as a, um, an idea where I could create my own experience, I guess. Um, and it was a bit of a platform to, you know, upskill myself and meet industry professionals and, you know, build a bit of personal brand. Um, so like I was doing a bit of networking prior to starting the podcast. And then I guess I was like, why not just record these and you know, make it a bit of a thing. Yeah, that's awesome. It's a shame. I must say, it's a shame if you're aiming to speak to professionals and Julian Wallace pops up. But that's another thing. Um, Jeez. So from your from that platform, Patty, is your um, I guess from the outside looking in, and now that you're on the inside, is that what's sort of what you expected the industry to be like? Now that you actually nearly worked a year in it. Yeah, well, I think I think the one of the best things about it was that like I'd already spoken to people like Jules that have worked in the industry for a while. And so when I eventually landed a gig, it was, um, I kind of already knew what to expect from, from the day to day and, you know, the different, different challenges and opportunities that, that came from working, um, in sport. So, so yeah, definitely, definitely set me up to, to, kind of assimilate nicely into into the job i think it's um it's different from when like someone comes in and spruiks a, a career 
in an industry, maybe it's at like high school or, or at university and they say, oh yeah, working in sport or working in this is so cool, you do all this. But then when you actually talk to someone who's working in it and they can give you a few of the realities that mm-hmm. that might pop up, um, I feel like that's really valuable. What we was kind of getting to that, you obviously interviewed a wide range of people on your podcast, like both from Australia and internationally. I think you had the the world famous Karen Ramming on the show the goat, at once. So the goat, the goat of, yeah. Um, what were some of the like most valuable lessons you took from some of the people that you met? And is there one thing that you learned that you've been able to kind of really apply to your career in the in the early days? Yeah, well, yeah, I got to speak to some really, really cool people. You know, you being the top of that, the top of that list. <laughs> Take that box. Take that box. You didn't get an invite, did you? Fair enough. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, people like Karen and um, Jordan Rabinowitz, uh, who works at the Nets. Um, Alessandro Gasparo, he he was at the Clippers at the time, but now he's at the Knicks. Um, and then even just like a couple of great people, like a bit closer to home, like Scott Walton, good friend of the podcast. Good um, friend. Shouts. Tom Morris, Luca Ganano, like Ruben Williams, Jake Stevens, all like really, really cool people. And um, I guess... The, I think the, if I had to take, sorry, this has got to get my words out, but the, probably the number one would be like versatile, like being able to be versatile and and um, take initiative, you know, having a willingness to learn. I think um, I think to get your foot in the door, you have to be able to do a little bit, bit of everything. Um, and I think that's held me in good stead, like even day to day, I can jump into Photoshop quickly. I can edit a video if I need to I can write an article like I can take photos like so it kind of allows you to you know dabble in a bit of everything and um, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm like an expert at any of them but I can be there to help when required and I can pump something out that's I like to think that is of some quality um, but but yeah I think that was probably the number one like just try as many things as possible like Use, using resources like Skillshare to learn art, some After Effects stuff, like um, that kind of thing was really was really helpful. And then, obviously, just like it's a very relationship built industry. Like, mm. like meeting people is super important, um, and you know, networking kind of thing is a really good way to get in. So, yeah, that was that was part of it too. I think it's yes. so important. Um- stuff your jewels i'm taking it. um i think it's so important you know, what you said there like it's almost like don't be an expert especially if you're trying to get in the industry don't be an expert on one thing be a, have the ability to do a variety of things as weird as that might sound but that's the reality of like getting that first go and actually showing what you can do did you um speaking of like the networking factor how do you find like the cold calling sort of nature of reaching out to these people like and and was that because I feel like a lot of people, if like they want to get in the industry and sort of get that initial experience, the hard thing is, okay, I've got to reach out to people I don't even know. And it's so like, I don't know, like sort of just awkward over direct messages, but that's the reality of it. Like, is there anything you particularly did or how do you find the people you reach out to? Yeah. Well, it started, it started with just someone that my mum knew really like that was my first that was my first kind of meet like networking meeting like you know a friend from her past work or whatever and um once you start there then they know someone and blah 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 but um in terms of like the more outside of our world 
networking, like, you know, the guys in the NBA, like, I think mm-hmm. I probably spent, I think there was one week where I was just like, probably early stages of the podcast. I was like, obviously need some guests. And I think I spent like two or three days just on LinkedIn and, um, going through NBA teams, NFL, like every, every sporting league in the world, really like the major ones and, um, going through and you can see like who works there and their job titles and kind of just messaging. It was a copy paste with like a <laughs> changing their name. Um, yeah. but but the initial, the initial reach out was just like a connection. Like, Hey, like I'm just graduated uni. I really passionate and want to work in, you know, sports digi. Like, would you have time? Like, would you have time to have a chat kind of thing? Mm. Um, and from there, like people are so nice. Um, and I think when you go with like a positive, a, you know, a positive outreach, like a lot of the time, they'll they'll give you a message back um and and then yeah once once you're on zoom like this you can you know explain to them how you're not a weirdo <laughs> um and like well yeah <laughs> yeah that's also up for debate, debate but give a bit of your backstory and um and yeah kind of connect connect that way um and then some of them i'd be like if you want to come on the podcast like it'd be great yeah um, to be honest like i think introducing yourself to someone is hard and like when you don't want to because it's hard because you want to get something out of it obviously like you don't want to just talk to people for the sake of talking to people but having a little project like a podcast is quite a cool way to introduce yourself and make them know who you are while also talking to them about what they do and it puts their your name in their head without them even thinking about like rather than just getting a cold email that says, hey, I'm Jules, like, I love mm. sport and I want to work in the industry one day. Can I pick your brain? That's, yeah. yeah. What's the benefit? Like, well, And realistically, like, everyone likes talking about themselves. Like, oh, yeah. That's why we're here. Um, <laughs> well, I only, took barks, it only took Barks about two minutes to make the podcast about himself <laughs> this week. I think well, that's a record. Well, you sort of can't shy away from it if you have your own podcast, can you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and so giving people a platform to do that, um, is is obviously like I never got. I think maybe one person said no, they weren't interested. Um, Who was it? Name the, and shame him. Uh, <laughs> uh, I can't his name. I can't remember his name. Absolute egg. Um, <laughs> Get I think he works the Atlanta Hawks or something. And ever oh, since then, I just hated the Hawks. Yeah. Shit team. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than other than that, everyone was like really keen to get involved and just help out. I think everyone's been in that in our position, like you know, my position as well, where you you're just trying to figure it out. Um, and so when someone reaches out, you, yeah, you're happy to give lend a hand. Yeah, absolutely. It is, it is important to know that um, there are nice people out there, as silly as that might sound. But people are keen to help. And the thing I love from listening to your pod, a few episodes of your podcast, is that you didn't shy away from what you like. You you just were open and honest. So you wanted to get a job in the industry. This is why you're doing it. And I think that sort of directness probably helped, I'd imagine. Do you think um, this is a funny one, but do you think the podcast helped get your gig at Collingwood? Oh, yeah, like yeah. undoubtedly. I, if I hadn't if I hadn't done it, then, like I wouldn't be sitting here even right mm. now. Like, um, That's awesome, though. The, well, I mean, I did eventually um, interview Chino, like Tom Robertson, my <laughs> current manager. So, nah. And I think that was a, that, like he saw me and, you know, liked liked what I was doing and eventually gave me a gig. Um yeah, a hundred percent just like you have to I think you have to have a bit of 
bit of personal brand and show you that you, yeah, you want to take initiative and you're passionate. Um, like unquestionably, this is a super competitive industry to get into. Like um, a lot of people want to work in sport and especially in DG. Um, and so differentiating yourself is pretty hard. Um, and so, yeah, I think if I hadn't done it, then definitely wouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. It's good because you have to definitely put yourself out there to, oh, yeah, to get sure. noticed. And you're right with the amount of people trying for jobs. Like I hate to say, it, but a resume probably isn't enough anymore. Like it's it, what it you're isn't. doing on the side. We um, would like, um, we just hired, uh, two people, but, um, like this girl, Sophie, she's an absolute legend coming on for our, for our netball content. And like, Sophie did some great stuff at uh, Draft Central. Um, and so just she had like a really cool, you know, portfolio of content and like had demonstrated that she was able to able yeah. to do it. Um, yeah, resume, like, you know, we got a bunch of bunch of applications and like a lot of the resumes were nice and, you know, people had really good experience, but um it's that next yeah. step isn't it it's that yeah. like that the competitive edge or, or whatever you want to call it and it's not saying that everyone has to go out and start a podcast because no no uh, or like yeah we don't need any more a lot of work podcast, please, <laughs> yeah guys. don't they're done don't do that the shit well it uh, goes back to patty's point of point of difference i think like yeah. you have to have a thing to show this is what i've done how yeah. many people have done this and it's like all right this guy yeah. might be good yeah i mean even something as simple as like when we got all these resumes people applying for like graphic design roles or like um you know, in, in Digi and their, and their like resume isn't even formatted Doesn't nicely. Look, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of like, how are we supposed to give you a job, you know, creating content that's going to look good if like you can't even present us with like a nice looking yeah. resume and like, yeah. yeah so it's, anyway. such, it's just and all it, about Canva. Like just jump, jump on Canva. <laughs> I, I am, I'm happy to say that I've never been on Canva in my life. I don't even know what that is. Okay, look at you too. If anybody wants their resume formatted, by the way, my mum is great at it. So just a side yeah. note there. Shout out, mum's are great. Mum's yeah. are great when it comes Especially to Especially Bark's mum. Yeah. At resume for, for, for formatting. Formatting yeah. the first sign of the season. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Okay, that, that's enough about your podcast because you're on our podcast now and, yeah, and what we yeah. want really want to hear about we're actually not including that <laughs> that was just to see get you comfortable <laughs> yeah you're obviously now at collingwood and we touched a little bit about it before but the collingwood afl aflw wheelchair footy life netball. what's it like yeah, netball, netball, yeah. netball as well sorry that's the other one um collingwood's got a bit of everything i wouldn't be surprised yeah. if they um dive back into esports or something like that crazy but what's what's <laughs> life at collingwood like or life within sport for those who don't know um it's bonkers like yeah. collingwood i think i i, I haven't so I've forgotten like when i was in my interview like they collingwood internally don't really see themselves as a footy club it's more of like a leisure mm. a, you know a leisure organization like there's so many facets to collingwood not just from like a sporting perspective, but even like from a community sense, um, the amount of stuff that goes on, like if it doesn't really get promoted, um, that we're trying to change that at the moment. But um, but the amount of work that they do in the community and like in different sports is just crazy. And there's so much going on all the time, um, which makes every day different, every day really exciting. Um, 
but yeah, it's, it's really like, I'm really proud to like say that I'm part of it um, and kind of contribute in some way. I think that's a, a really good, um, almost a good insight without you realizing it, what you've just said, perhaps is that like footy clubs aren't just footy clubs anymore. They're not, mm. you don't just go out and cover sport. You're covering community, you're covering other business events that happen like partnerships stuff you're covering commercial stuff you're covering events like it's it's not just sport so it, it's a real challenging thing to wrap your head around as a starter perhaps who's just yeah. thought, oh, you just come in and you make cool gifts or movies of the players like that's a that's part of your job at these days yeah i mean even for, like we had uh the graduation for our cedar program mm. which is like we call it the college of sport equivalent yep. like um and I was there taking photos. It felt like it was an, and I was like taking pics in an 18th or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, just definitely, definitely different to the camera settings were definitely a bit different to uh, <laughs> trying to capture training. Um, but, but yeah, it, it's, yeah, like I said, it's just different every day. Um, but it's so much fun and the people are, the people are awesome. Um, I think like the challenge with Collingwood, like, as one of the bigger brands in the country when it comes to sport, like we do seem to be in the news a bit more than we'd like. Yeah. Um, like I think it, and it can, it can, like it does frustrate us a little bit. Like, I mean, I'll, I'll speak for myself. Like it does frustrate me a little bit. I think the one that got me the other day, um, like one of our, there was an article about one of our ex players who is now at another club. Mm-hmm. And there was an article written about him and like the headline instead of like labeling him as, you know, one of the other club's players, he was like an ex ex Collingwood player, bloody bloody blah. It's like, what do you like? What do you want? Yeah. From us? <laughs> like, how weird! Like, how weird is that? Uh, I, that's something I still never gotten over. That you go home from work, that you're so close to, and then we open up whatever internet, whatever you listen to the radio on the way home, and you're being talked about. I just find that that's so yeah, unique. I agree. I agree. It's 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 really it's a weird thing. Like even just like. You at the pub and Fox Footy will be on, and then all of a sudden, like you're in the background. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah, it is. It is nuts. Um, kind of being part of that and finding out about things yeah. like that's happening at your work from yeah. from the news. Like yeah. it's yeah. it's such an odd such an odd thing. How how do you think you've um, how do you how have you coped so far with like being able to switch off from switch off from that world like have you been able to or is it still something that you're working on i think i like i feel like i'm pretty fresh but i so i know i'm pretty tired at the moment Julie. yeah yeah <laughs> but um the irony <laughs> <laughs> but i i think i'm definitely addicted to consuming content mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and so it is really hard to switch off like but i love it at the same time like all I want to do is just be like looking at sports content on Twitter or TikTok or whatever. And, and just like, I think I love just like talking to, you know, my colleagues and stuff just about, Oh, this is, this is a mid piece of content. Oh, like these graphics look, you know, look no good. Like, Oh, we should do something like this. Blah, blah, blah. I think like I love doing that. And so, because you can always be consuming content. Like I, I do struggle to switch off a little bit, but, um, but yeah, it hasn't caused me too many issues yet. Do you do you think about that in the future, like future you, like because I'm I'm the same to a degree of like you just absolutely love it, you really appreciate content, content, content. But do you think about the future that hang on this, 
this could end up sort of making me dislike it. Like if you just do that. So because I got the impression you sort of sound like you'd love to be in this position or similar position for years on. Do you yeah. worry about like the burn, the old burnout talk? <laughs> um, I'm not really sure. Like I definitely, we definitely talk about it at work. Like, you know, you got to, you got to take it easy as well. Like mm. even if you have FOMO of some event or something, just like just rest up there'll be more opportunities in the future. Um, I think one of the the interesting things right more recently has been, I know like, so Tim Tennyson, like he um, worked together. I know you want to talk about him. <laughs> Another absolute goat, but we've actually just like moved out together as well. Hey. So, um, <laughs> and so we've like made a conscious effort. Like if we're, we go to work, we come home, like try as much as it's hard, like try not to talk about, yeah work or whatever mm. like when we're at home um as much as like we still well like we still love sport and and whatnot so we're always still talking about it um and watching it or whatever but but yeah i think that that's probably yeah that's important yeah yeah, yeah. oh definitely um did you want to uh, you look like you want to say something jules i want to go on to the bromance I was just going to say, are you going on to the bromance? Because someone's not going to the bromance. Uh, we want to talk about the bromance. You mentioned Tennyson. To the listeners at home, What the, did you know Tennyson before you started Collingwood and what's your relationship like and sort of how has that helped you, I guess, love the job? Because from the outside, it seems like you, there's just this massive friendship and it's great. Um, has that helped you, like starting oh, out? Yeah, so Ten, Ten and I didn't know each other at all um, before starting. We started on the same day. And um, the love story, <laughs> yeah, we, out together. <laughs> we managed, uh, Eddie McGuire decided that, you know, the president at the time decided to resign on, on our first day. Oh, so <laughs> clear the way. An hour, yeah. Within an hour of arriving, we were like helping set up a press conference. And then like next thing though, we were, like sitting front row next to like Eddie's crying wife. And like, oh, it was, uh. it was crazy. It was the welcome to the AFL world kind of thing. Um, but yeah, so 10 and I, like we were part-time most of the year. So it was really just like awesome to have someone that was going through all the same experiences as, as I was, um, you know, the, the trials and tribulations of trying to balance two jobs. Um, I was working full-time for interact sport throughout the year and um, frog box. So, so yeah. And so, and 10 was working another job as well. So we kind of like um, bonded over that as well. And then just like, um, whenever you start like a new job or you go, you go to a new place, like having someone that doesn't know anyone either really is it's very easy to like bond together. And, um, we have very similar interests and very similar sense of humor. And yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I love Dan. <laughs> oh, come oh. On. Is he here? Bring him in. <laughs> no, he's actually he's going back to Echuca for the weekend. Oh. So we can talk as much crap about him. <laughs> oh, sorry, just the way you faded out with the real I sentimental genuine. I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, that's so nice though. Like, um, it's so nice when you're right when you have someone start around the same time as you because you can, and you're both fresh to the industry as well. You're yeah, going exactly. literally on the same journey mm. together. Um, and then go home and kiss. It's it's just a beautiful <laughs> thing, isn't it? 
Make I, don't know how, together. I don't know how much his girlfriend Tilly likes. <laughs> it's like but him no. and Tilly are going on a date, and it's like, oh yeah, Patty's coming too. Like yeah. you're coming on the date with us. Let's, Did, let, yeah. let's not get that confused. I didn't well, realize I had to ask. For, I'm very excited for the Tinning family Christmas in uh, Kyber this year. So. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. Ten, ten and I. It does make it really easy, and, and to, like on top of just ten, like the whole Digi team at work is. Like we're very, a very close bunch and it's a little bit of a fam. Um, and I think that like reflects in our ability to kind of like create a high quality content. Like we all just are there to help each other out and do the best job we can. And then it's just awesome that your colleagues are also like your close friends. Yeah. It's a family. Wish, and you, wish we had that box. Oh, <laughs> that'd be great. Imagine our, con- imagine our content if we did have it. And uh, you recently added uh, uh, content catch-up guest Britt Denton as well, yeah. didn't you? Britt Denton, Brit. shout out Britt. Big off-season um, get. That was, that was the sneaky trade period that no one talked about, um, the, the, digi signing, <laughs> the digi signing season. Um, they missed them. We, Britt's, Brit, another goat. Yeah, Jet. Um Twitter your- Queen. Twitter yeah. Queen Brit. Um now she's been she's been really really good. Like I think she's been she's been working with us for a couple few weeks now. Um so she's gonna be doing like a bit of AFL, a bit of AFLW. Um yeah, and obviously smashed it at the storm last year. Everyone that works in sports did you knows okay. knows Brit from her. I think my favorite tweet that she did was uh just the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, yeah, she was great at just going yeah. like almost rogue, but to the not not rogue. Like it just helps so much. Like yeah, I don't yeah. know anything about NRL, but Storm's content and Storm's tweeting was just like, all right, I'm a Storm fan. are amazing. Their their content their content is awesome. Like those guys, those guys do such a good job. Um, and yeah, sorry for stealing it, but <laughs> well, we we're probably in the same boat because we uh we poached yeah. a, a storm as as yeah, well yeah you did didn't yeah, you we got yeah. a big get Michaela shout out uh uh ted i, I want to come back uh not 10 sorry patty i want to come back <laughs> i want to come back to the same person i want to come back to um i got uh, a couple of things i was actually talking to my partner during the week about how you're going to be on the show and and they were like Oh, are those those two guys that just post everything that they're doing on on Twitter? And it's like, yeah, that's them. And she's like, that's brilliant. Like, I wish I could do that. Like, I wish I could be that comfortable to to do that. And the why I'm saying that is, I think you two have really challenged the like the big tall poppy syndrome that everyone has, and just been like, nah, fuck this. I I love my job. I wanna mm, I wanna yeah. show everyone how much I love my job. And thank you. So. That's a little bit of a thanks as a, a fresh face for that. that. I didn't do it. I'm, I didn't put much thought into it. <laughs> I think I just like blowing up my own ego. Um, but that's what the industry needs. Honestly, it needs to be shook up and people need yeah. to be proud of what they're doing because you're right, so much does end up on the cutting room floor that when you finally get something out, like, fuck it, be proud of it. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And the Personal photos. brand, that kind yeah. of thing, just like just yeah. keeping – keeping a sense of like yeah what you've done i think twitter is an interesting one it's because it's similar to linkedin in the sense it's like when you're in digi like your twitter is a little bit of a like work profile i don't know you know what i mean like yeah like i like to every now and then if i'm really happy with a piece of content i've done or or that kind of thing then yeah i'll quote tweet the post and (laughs) you know give a bit of a backstory or something like that um 
it's fun it's, to get around each other's work as well. Like love sharing our reels or whatever, where tens just like popped off and made something yeah. <laughs> dope and get around it. Um, yeah, we all, I think that just lends back to the whole team kind of loves to get around each other, no matter what we're doing. Um, yeah. yeah. It's also, um, it's also a good, I don't know about you, but or both of you, but it's a good reminder of what we're doing. So like mm. people might see you do a tweet of a photo of yourself or like even that wheelchair grand final, Patty, like it's a great reminder of just putting it out there and just being like, shit, like that, who gets to do this and how, how like good and bad to where you want to look at it is that and that I got to work on it and sort of the family that Colin would have. I just think it's a good reminder to yourself as well by posting images. Yeah, for sure. I think it's... I think I really like that photo that I took of Ben, who's um, he also works at the club, um, but uh, and as our disability and inclusions officer. So shout out Ben, um, but he's he yeah took over as captain for the wheelchair team that day, um, and so it was just cool to like capture capture the emotion when they won and um, yeah it's yeah it's nice to just like reflect a bit whenever you see content and just like share kind of what you're doing. I don't know. I, yeah, I haven't really put much thought of, into yeah. it to be honest. Um, as you like i don't want to say you're going to go on this journey but you said earlier that you're tired and you're kind of from a long year or whatever but when you do take the moment to to reflect on what you've done whether it be through posting through social media or sometimes even just scrolling through your your phone and seeing all the photos you've taken or the videos it it is a reminder of how fun this job can be um That makes it sound like it's never fun, but it does like reinvigorate you a little bit and say like, hey, look at all this cool shit I've done during the year. No wonder I'm fucking tired. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I actually did day. do that. The other, like I went through, because um, I like to keep my favorites folder in my phone yeah. and like updated. Um, and I just, I hadn't done it for ages. And I just went through the last like months and and just kind of favorited, favorited photos that I, that I liked, whether they were work or like from whatever. Um, and yeah, it is good fun just kind of like going through didn't even know you could do that. Yeah. Oh, well, you can. Get a little love heart. Bucks. Yeah. Never done that. That's, I might just do it now. You guys carry on. All, all mine are just photos of barks that I took from the <laughs> <laughs> much. One last thing on 10 before before we, we move on to the next question. Um, I want to throw them under the bus here. So good, good, good. 10 did a bit of an internship at mm. Carlton while he was at La Trobe University. Shout out La Trobe. Um, if you want to throw some money towards the pod, that'd be nice. <laughs> I love that you feel the need to shout out <laughs> every awesome. single thing we talk about. Uh, so Ten was working. I think he was doing a little bit of AFLW mm. um, coverage for us. I should have um, used a Carlton AFLW mug that he took. He, oh, he took oh. one. Oh, oh okay. that's oh, a that double throw double. under the bus. <laughs> um, so on, I reckon it was Ten's last week. We asked him to to write off a, a Darcy Vessio um, press conference and. Uh, needless to say, we're still waiting on that write-off. So, <laughs> if he's got it, if he's got it, yeah, just send it through. Still, still Give want to post upload. that at some stage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> add it to the trail. Oh, add it to his trailer. <laughs> yeah, can you do us a favor? Add it to his trailer and just be like, oh, "I'm overdue two years." That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so I'll chase that one up for you guys. Yeah, thanks. I greatly appreciate it. Um, I can also I'll whip something up as well. <laughs> Back to the the structured questioning though, because we want to get to this one. You're, you're young in the industry. You're very fresh. Have you started developing a little bit of a creative process and approach to capturing content, um, especially when it comes to producing content for such a big and traditional club like Collingwood is? 
Yeah, it's a, I, I did, when I was like going through the run shade, I did have to think about this one for a while. Um, and it's probably only something that I've thought about more recently. Um, I, I've been really lucky to like Chino, um, my boss is, has helped me help take me, he teach me a bit of photography. Um, so now I've been doing a bit more like actual capturing of content. Um, prior to that was more just doing articles and, you know, social videos on the phone, whatever. Um, but when you're taking photos and whatnot, and I think like the video guys do this too, like almost thinking about um, what the Instagram or what, what the post is going to look like before it's even, before it's even, even happened. Um, so like visualizing the content and um, just like then being able to manipulate scenarios or then think about where you're going to be to capture that in the, in the best way. Um, even like engaging with the athletes to capture it in the most natural, but also like respectful way. Um, and I guess, I guess that's where like having really good relationships with the, the, you know, the high performance staff is really important. Um, but yeah, that's probably the thing that I've kind of noticed myself doing a little bit recently, just, um, yeah, just visualizing what the content is before, even before training or like having, having an idea of what you want to capture going to a training session, not just like, or whatever game or whatever, yeah. like not just action shots because like, yeah, like we said, we have a lot of, we have a lot of, you know, photos of whoever at training. Um, but what can we do to like make it a bit more engaging, a bit more different? Um, been playing around with bursts lately. Um, been a bit love addicted to posting those. <laughs> love a burst. The netball girls love the burst. Um, <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah. In fact, if you don't, shout out. I wanna, I wanna <laughs> yeah, chat. People should do it. I wish, to, I, I'm surprised. Like, I feel like we, you know, as an industry, don't do them enough. They're, they're sick. It's just like well, a different like, wave. Something Scott Walton does. Yeah, very he's well. been smashing them out lately. Um, shout, shout out, out Scott. <laughs> it's a second <laughs> shout out. We don't need to do it again. Oh, yeah. I love what he's doing with um, even. Um, I don't know if it's got that much traction, but how he created his own highlights club, like Scott Walton dot highlights club or whatever. Yeah. So it's like it's creating the individual behind. It's almost like what you see in the states, but the individual behind um the the big accounts. Been losing like track of his account. There's, cause there's like Scott Walton. Yeah, Scott Walton hates. Hey, hey, <laughs> I don't there's know who also, to message anymore. <laughs> there was also <laughs> one he started where I think it's like tell us your take or something like that. He's Is got that? another one where you can submit like your take on something. Oh, gone a bit sure. Anyway. Anyway, what were we saying? Um, Burst. Oh, yeah. But yeah. yeah. I think it's uh, what you were saying, and I agree, it's like going into stuff with a plan and knowing what you've captured beforehand. Lucky I was listening, Barks. It's all right. (laughs) (laughs) um, Knowing what you've done previously, knowing what you've got to do, and like it does help a lot so you're not just aimlessly doing something. Yeah. Barks is a, a big advocate of this and it's something I've learned probably a lot more from Barks is, but like, why are we doing this? Like, are we doing mm. this just for the sake of doing it or are we doing it because we need to to produce something or there's a bit of a story to tell or there's a, a gap in what we need? Yeah. Yeah, for, yeah, for sure. I think yeah. it's um like relating to relating that to a, a very like video producer thing, but it's like, all right, we need overlay or, or B-roll of yeah. training. But then it's visualizing what you said, visualizing – how does that actually look? Because it's like, okay, well, why are we doing it? And if the answer is to purely show them on the track, that's fine. But 
sometimes it's just worthwhile thinking, what does it look like? You're not going to just smack a bunch of B-roll together and hope yeah. that yeah. people like it. Who are you talking to? Like what's the yeah. kind of storyline of the, the need for the B-roll, that kind of stuff? Because if, you, if you're talking to a forward, there's no point shooting B-roll of a defender, is there? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like even, even when interviewing players or whoever it is, like – I, I quite often I'll speak to whoever's filming it being like, what, what do you need me to ask? Or what have you shot? Mm. What have you like, yeah, that's what, good. what kind of questions will tie into the, to make this edit like yeah, the best possible. Um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting one. Yeah. I like that. Very wise approach. Last time I've got here, Pat, this is a bit of a broad one to close it out, but um, I feel like it's a bit of a guessing game as to what's going to be the next big thing this year. But do you have any inklings? What do you What do you reckon people will get around? Is it burst? Is everything's going to be burst? Burst <laughs> interviews. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> shoot, shoot the tire train. Just hold the trigger down. Yeah. <laughs> Don't audio. The down. Put the audio behind it and just yeah. have someone speaking in burst. Um. Oh, for me, that I I love TikTok. <laughs> um, and like not just the amount of hours I spend on there, but like just like the way you're able to engage with fans in like a pretty relaxed manner um create content that's fun engaging um i think i've been really trying to work on getting as much athlete buy-in for our tiktok Mm. um like obviously that's what a lot of the fans want to see like um and it's really helpful like we have quite a we've quite a lot of young players and you know they like to dabble in the talk um the talk (laughs) the netball girls the netball girls recently have been real like they love it um, that's, to the that's point good. where it's like coming up to me after training being like oh can we feel like kind of thing <laughs> um so that's been really fun um and it's just like the amount of views and likes and comments you get on tiktok is unrivaled to like any of the other platforms we use like you know you get a couple hundred likes on a tweet and you're like oh that's decent like you get a couple hundred likes on a tiktok in about a minute like mm. yeah um so yeah i think we're we're really like looking to treat TikTok as one of our main accounts this year and create content like specifically for that platform and do my best to keep up with trends and whatnot. Um, and I think, yeah, that, a lot of it comes from the athletes and just like trying to, you know, keep good, have good relationship with them so we can, they feel comfortable to just like, cause it's a bit silly. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do any of you find um, it insulting? So like you put so <laughs> Jules's face. So you put like <laughs> what are you doing six, to our players? You, you no, 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 not sorry. The the back the other bit of what Patty said. Like you spend eight hours on these fantastic behind the scenes episode of whatever it might be. You get a certain amount of engagement, and then it's a stupid TikTok oh. goes nuts. You're like what? What's the point of having skills? This has been <laughs> the bane of my existence. So that we, I think, our most viewed TikTok is. A coast to coast goal with just shee <laughs> in the back of it. But like North Melbourne did it and I like kind of replied to it just for like, you know, a bit of banter, like because we went coast to coast fast and then or something. Um and it has 1.6 million views or something ridiculous. Yeah. And then I spent, I think a couple of, about a month ago, I tried to do a TikTok a day. So I was oh. posting a, I was posting a TikTok a day, like absolute grinding to kind of come up with ideas and and have and have it you know have posting every day and you know some of these ones that i'd spend like six hours editing and and come you know formulating what it was going to be like and it's just copped 30k views. Like, 
like you've got to be kidding me like the, the weirdest stuff the weirdest stuff gets views um but it's isn't that the like lesson for, the fun. yeah the lesson for everyone there is don't try just uh <laughs> don't put any like, effort into anything and I see got what too happens demoralized. Yeah. i got too demoralized after a while it's just like i'm putting all this effort and then someone else from the team will make will have some random idea and and put it together and chuck on top and it'll like get a couple hundred k views i'm like what what do i have to do <laughs> it just goes to show it's the way like you think about content not just like yeah it's all about how you think about it and the ideas like again you can sort of spend time on this amazing piece but it won't yeah. necessarily be the idea is the key i guess is what well, the, the one that i the the kind of area that we've been i've been thinking about and kind of started doing more recently it stemmed from listening to uh like um you guys and uh what was the what's the guy's name from the bulls oh uh, camille? camille yeah camille so obviously like in the u.s mascots are just huge on yeah. tiktok mm. like they just have ridiculous amounts of followers and the thing about it is it's a really easy way to create content and follow the trends without having to like yeah get players to dance yeah. right um and so i have been chucking on the magpie suit <laughs> so you're the man behind the magpie <laughs> yeah i i am uh, i am jock magpie. <laughs> That's cool. um but just like it's just an easy way to kind of create content where like without yeah having having to use the athletes and it's pretty easy to do um and it's also pretty funny yeah what's it what's it like in the suit another thing another people get to there sweating i'll tell you what some of those some of these hot summer days recently where i've been uh, dancing <laughs> yeah, around wow. in the suit i think i think it's due a dry clean hey. um bit of the links africa sweaty. in there you reckon yeah <laughs> yeah well i don't even yeah i don't even think it'd been washed before i put it oh. on so Oh boy. Yeah, it's a little it's a little bit grim but not covid uh, safe things we do for the things we do for content yeah i i don't think i think barks is up next in the the captain carlton suit if I, I'd, I'd be all about it yeah. yeah that's a dream of mine so if you need oh, okay. someone that's well, why you wanted to come to the studio <laughs> yeah <laughs> off off the record or maybe on the record we found out the other day that the captain carlton suit is actually specifically tailored to yeah. the person that plays Captain Carlton. Not everyone can wear it. No. Well, obviously Captain Carlton is Captain Carlton, similar to yeah, like yeah. It's the not ball a suit, is, it? is it's the a, ball. It's a lifestyle. It's it's, it's, not, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a way of life, mate. <laughs> that reminds that me would how... be that would be funny content, just like a day in the life of Captain, <laughs> Captain Carlton. Carlton. And maybe Nina. That, that reminds me how um it would actually that reminds me how passionate Camille was about yeah. not giving up any sign that people put on the <laughs> Benny yeah. the ball suit and Benny the he held such a blank expression of like just go just go right <laughs> shut out Camille love and we need to end that we need to end that uh, finish that chat Camille because I remember we got cut off in our yeah uh, free Zoom account and we felt awful anyway well you guys as we're talking about the content signing period uh, you guys have uh, signed. The wonderful Gabby. Yes. yes. Yeah, shout yes. out, Gab. We're going to have shout to do a shout out, out counter on this episode. Uh, yeah, Gab's, Gab's back. Welcome back. Welcome yeah, back, back in the blues. Yeah, I'm working, uh, doing some summer work for us. So the AFLW, obviously a star in um, Collingwood's women's content program. Um, a big, the Netty Netball, the Netty content this year. Big, big get, big get for us. Um, uh, so. It's actually going to be a guest. She was going to be a guest, but yeah. we have a we have a no Carlton rule, so that so that's kind of cooked herself. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I'm never coming over there. So. 
Barks, I really want to shout out Counter on this one. A uh, a reel with just all the shout outs. That's a that's your mm-hmm. that's your. I'll see how my week goes. We know footy life's busy. Uh, Paddy, take the week. Oh, do you have well, one? Do you want to shout one out? Uh, uh, I literally was thinking when I woke up this morning, so I, oh. I need a negative of the week, and I really thought about it. Oh. Um, we didn't even discuss this. This was. I've I've got one. If we want to kick it off, yeah, I was going to save it for episode one, but I'll find another one for yeah, episode one. Bag of the week. So, recently, right? Like, obviously, spending a lot of time on social media during Melbourne's multiple lockdowns. Um, and recently I've been getting targeted with, I guess I'm, I'm that age. I've been getting targeted with a, like a lot of real estate ads. Um, and I don't know why, but I came across this one, this for Raphael Emre Houston, real estate agent. And it's just a Ray White kind of commercial. The one thing I like, love about all these kind of, um, real estate things is they all dress the same, right? They like they've got the, the the look right. They've got the the skinny jeans, the like three piece kind of suit up the top. Yeah. Usually a long jacket, really well manicured hair, and then like really big boots. For some reason, it's always big boots. Like really, really <laughs> skinny jeans. This this picture's not going to send. Sorry, my internet's trash. But what it is in this photo that gets me is that they've obviously posed for this photo, saying like, "Hey, it's going to be in an ad. Like, yeah. let's look nice." None of them have taken their AirPods out. So they're, they're <laughs> oh, all just like egg. wearing their AirPods. And I'm like, what, why are they doing that? Is that showing that like even when we're posing for a photo, we're ready to take your business? Like <laughs> we're ready at a drop of a hat. Like we'll call off this photo and we'll do it. Real estate agents, they're my yeah, egg of the week. I'm, I'm now thinking if it's intentional or not. I don't think it is. I think it's just that they wanted to show that they're high tech and cool, but Sorry, the other one that they always wear is like a puffer vest or like some sort of windbreaker mm. that's like you're inside. Why are you, why are you wearing a windbreaker? They're my favorite. Ray White, yeah. wherever you are. And so who runs who runs Ray White's socials? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Get them in. Get Next them in guest. Yeah. I wonder uh, if, if you're a real estate agent listening to this, I apologize as well. We I don't. Keep listening. I've got a uh, – if you've got one, Patty, you can um, finish this off. But quick one just to egg uh, my little puppy, Reggie, for uh, <laughs> eating a bee and looking like a balloon after he got stung oh. by the bee. <laughs> You're an idiot and just grow up. It's just time to grow, just grow up. up. <laughs> yeah. What about a uh, – uh, there's a lot of bosses of the week. You want to give us a boss? Go for the yeah. boss. Um, can can you give us the can you give us a rendition of Whenever I'm whenever I'm listening to this to you guys, I'm usually like riding, usually out cycling, and I'll just like have you in one of my in my like power beats, whatever, and. And as soon as the tune comes on, I'm just like, balls of the week. It's so good because it's not like his actual mark as well. Like that just adds to it that it's so <laughs> raw. <laughs> um, my boss of the week goes to, uh, this is very biased to me, but but um, Jim and Wiz, Jim and Wiz, shout out to you guys at, at the Pies. Uh, absolutely smashed it with our grind content. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, I've seen that pop up. Uh, I haven't yeah. watched it, um, I'll admit. But That's right, Bugs, because I don't watch any of your stuff. Either, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a real lot. Just don't go in anywhere near Collingwood content. No, <laughs> actually. 
Um, but yeah, they, that was they did a really good job with with that, and some it's cool to see some like long form documentary style stuff because it's pretty hard to pretty hard to get that out um, yeah. in the heat of life. Very time consuming, <laughs> long long form. We yeah. did get to do some pretty cool things. We went go karting the other day. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, they went fishing. Yeah, it was it was it was good fun. It's the away from the club stuff that makes that stuff. Yeah. Like just to actually see what the who the if they're players, what they're like behind the scenes and what they get up to. So yeah, shouts yeah. those two. It's Shout a it's a fun one. Well, I'm gonna add a, another boss of the week. Um, Collingwood wise. Um, Ooh. I thought. And this is echoed by our, our graphic designers. Obviously, draft week, we, oh. we just sit down there and we look at everyone's <laughs> graphics. But the Over motion the and the animations that were put together for for Collingwood's um, draft graphics, um, do yourself a favor and go have a look because they're, they're pretty special. And on what's already a very time-consuming day to, to put that mm. together, I thought was is well done. So shout-out to, shout, shout to Tiff. Shout-out to Tiff. <laughs> Tiff. Tiff Emerson is also another goat and Wiz, Wiz helped with those too. So yeah, that well was uh, they yeah. And they were pumping those out like in the heat of draft night, like, you know, five, three picks mm. in seven, three, three players in seven picks or whatever it was. And, um, and they were just whipping out. Through after like on After Effects, they smashed it. Yeah, um, well played. Very cool. Yeah, Great Kip, use. our graphics, our graphics. Ellen and Ellen and Kiff and uh, Dan, who's just come on board. Um, shout out Dan. Shout, shout out Dan. Dan. Good luck shout in the Ellen. beginning. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they've been. Uh, yeah, our graphics have been awesome. So. Great use of textures from you guys yeah. from those yeah. from those lot. And that means a lot because Barks hates textures, mm. like all of We're them. Really well, We're not really in a graphic design sense, in a weird food sense. But anyway, that's not and really sunscreen. Relevant. Sunscreen, yeah, like sunscreen. Hate the texture. Anyway, <laughs> I do on. have one question for you guys. Okay. Um, <laughs> so and, and it's been a thing that I've just been noticing. Uh, like, okay, I've noticed it for a while. But on your- <laughs> this sounds this uh, sounds juicy. Okay, it's it's not a dig. Uh, I want to preface it. Yeah. It's not a dig. But do you do you put the blue filter that you put on? Your oh photos, God, don't start. <laughs> I just want to know how finish. it works. I just want to know how it works. Like, do you put it, do you like put every photo you post through Photoshop or is it like a filter on an app or is it like. It's through Lightroom, isn't it? Lightroom, I don't yeah. do it. But. but yes, we, it's a Lightroom thing. Um, yeah. Okay. I That's a lot of effort. Yes, it is. Um, but I well, just. Up- Sorry, go on. Our designers just wanted to like help us keep all our imagery consistent and without obviously we've spoken about grids and the efforts that you can put into Instagram grids before, but like at going Adelaide extreme yeah. is one way, but like a consistent feel to images is another thing. And like you've obviously got a, we not to say we haven't got photography experts at Carlton. We've got Rose and Critter who are pretty good on the, the old shout camera. Outs. Shout outs. But, um, <laughs> but like obviously like to try and keep a consistent feel to our grid we've used a, a filter to to kind of do that well and and process wise from what i've seen it doesn't seem that much extra yeah. effort because they straight they put it in lightroom to straighten it up and crop it however what size they want yeah and just click the filter and we've got lightroom on our phones as well so we can drop from the camera straight into lightroom chuck in yeah. the filter um and yeah, go from there on a game day. Yeah, I just yeah. So you got any um, tips? Just uh, yeah, hit us up. <laughs> well, we use we use a program called Photo Mechanic. 
Uh, um, so we put all our photos like through that, not to like, and you just crop them straight, crop them and straighten them. Um, mm. We haven't, we like, cause we've, we've obviously noticed the, the blue, the blue filter, but it's, it's a bit difficult. I think the one thing that, and the one thing our designers again do a really good job of is like just dealing with the fact that we're just black and white. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like it's like, it comes in handy when you need to make like, you know, clean graphic, but when you're trying to be creative or whatever, like um, yeah. they, they've done, they do a good job of like chucking a bit of green in there. Like I think fluoro colors is a bit of a vibe ATM. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was I was gonna say they ATM. They put, <laughs> you love your lingo. Bark, Barks is gone. He's like ATM. Is a, a bank telling machine. I'm so what are distracted you by about? the top. <laughs> you guys are like so similar to, the, to Jim and we. Like I get the piss taken out of me about how I talk. It's these young kids, right? They got no idea. Us old bucks in the industry. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. Anyway, let's uh, let's wrap this one up. Okay, guys, wrap it. Um, Patty, it's been such a pleasure to have you on and. To have someone so fresh into the industry, but already thinking like a two or th- three-year veteran, um, it's you've got a wise head on your shoulders. You've got a very wise head on your shoulders. So thanks for taking the time. Um, this is obviously episode two, so you've all already listened to episode one. But um, no, nah, it's it's been fun having you on, mate, and I'm I'm glad to see you doing so well at the pies. I really appreciate it, lads. Thanks for having me on, and uh, yeah. No worries. Thanks for being a supporter. And one final shout out to these million of shout outs for the this episode. Shout out, Patty. (laughs) Shout out, Patty. (laughs) All right, me again. Uh, Patty was sensational. That was a really fun chat to uh, have Patty on the show, just to sort of see the journey from. I guess where a lot of people can relate where they want to get into the sport industry, but you can see that um, he put in the effort and real the real grind to get to it. And it sounds like from from everything he said, he's really reaping the rewards and loving it. So thanks once again to Patty. Um, quick quick end to the show. Few eggs and bosses. I know we touched it on there, but I had a couple. One was sent in through Case from Casey. Uh, big fan of the show, Casey, and one of our. Well, no, you're our favourite fan, actually. Um, favourite listener, I should say. Um, we'll save the, your boss till next week because it's a visual example. Um, but we've actually got one more sent through from Darren and my dad. Joint one. That was Sam Kerr during the week. I'm sure a lot of you saw. Um, Sam Kerr, Australian soccer player. There's this... I forgot if it was a streaker or somebody ran onto the pitch that shouldn't be and... You just love to see it. Um, we're egging. It's actually been sent in as an egg for the ref for giving Sam Kerr a yellow card because Sam Kerr uh, hip and shouldered the bloke, basically. Just full on leveled him and it was brilliant. So I'm actually going to boss Sam Kerr, but as if he'd egg it. Um, the ref is an egg for yellow carding. Sam, um, the next one is a bit of a double egg boss. If you saw in our feed today, actually I posted it. Um... Darren again, funnily enough, but he's actually not the victim. He's the boss slash egg. Um, in the NBL game today, Melbourne United versus Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, Darren was sidelined taking photos and a brawl, we'll call it a brawl because it sounds better, but it wasn't a brawl. Um, a brawl occurred and 
little Darren on the sideline, he missed the photo of this big dunk that caused the kerfuffle, but then the kerfuffle was right in front of him and he nearly got stomped on, the poor guy. But I'm, I'm egging him because he missed the photo, but I'm bossing him, more importantly, because he's held his ground, um, didn't get involved, um, should be rewarded. So great work, Darren. And the final boss, I'm just going to wrap it up, is Jules for the marathon. Well, actually, half marathon. Can't be that hard. Um, no, well done, Jules. Personal best record as well, I believe. So we'll have to catch up with you next week on that one. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks to Patty and goodbye, everyone. Goodbye.